Good evening, and welcome to another exciting installment of On Base and Off Point with your crazy hosts, Vinny Marshall and J.R. Herb. Life in the Deep End. Life in the Deep End, and we have a special edition tonight. It's going to be exciting. This this edition is based on Vinny hasn't gotten a lot of sleep. So, <laughs> so in, instead of featuring a bass player or talking music, we're going on random subjects tonight. So we're going to do a random subjects podcast. Strap in, and here we go. Random, Vinny? random topic number one. Vinny <laughs> was thinking about this, of course, while he was working. When you say working, can I air quote? Working. working well you know i mean i was i was doing i was doing something you know i was sitting at the counter being a very good boy you watching know, watching waiting and writing and writing and i was talking i was talking to my compatriot <laughs> riley and riley's riley's very nice but riley is a, is you know is younger and and she hasn't experienced life yet so we had these we have these conversations that turn into great subjects for podcasts so my first random subject for the day is if you had a choice and that it's it's have you had a choice and what would you like on your on your uh voicemail so the, the choice is who would you like to record your greeting on your voicemail and what would you like them to say what do you think oh i've got i've got a i've got a ton of people first one on my list is robert de niro oh that'd be good i want bob de niro to get on there and go hi this is bob de niro and you've reached vinnie's phone now i know vinnie vinnie and i've talked He's a fucking good guy, and I like the guy. And he, like he morphs in, he morphs into this character from Casino or or from uh, you know Goodfellas. Good yeah, yeah. So yeah, he yeah, starts yeah. off as Bob De Niro, and he could next be a little. You know, a little he's, he's yeah. next. He's like he, he's fucking screaming expletive. So fucking answer the phone and fucking get off your ass and leave a goddamn message because he needs to hear from you. But of course, in the Bob De Niro voice, right? You know? And then and then at the end, he goes, "Thank you, <laughs> thank you, leave a message, thank you, thank you. Beep. That would be perfect. I would love that." So I would want Sting to leave a message for me, maybe singing. I saw him do it on Fallon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it yeah. Was, um, McCart- mess- McCartney did it, too, I, I think, on Fallon, too. He called an old phone number. That that, that would be funny because, you know, play like, you know, let, let him play a little bit like Canary in a Coal Mine or, you know, Driven he to He did um, Message in a Bottle. Yeah, that's perfect. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, it was like. That's perfect. It, and he's saying something, but to have Sting, you know, yeah, sing something like, uh, at the beep, leave a message or something like that. Mes- message for JR. Message for JR. Like that would be, would be, you know, have Sting. Oh, that'd be Cause perfect. He's, Sting's got a very distinctive voice. So to have that on your phone would be. I'd never get rid of that voicemail. I'd have to oh, like, keep that save, forever. save it forever. I've thought about getting Quez to do it for me. Oh, no. All right. Now, why would he's he He's the vocal. Be? Well, yeah. he can sing. Oh, oh I get it. I get you it. know, he's sing. somebody I know. It's, it's not like I've got Sting on speed dial on the phone and say, what? hey. You don't? The thing you did with uh, Fallon, I, I kind of yeah, need I kinda that. Like that. Got to kind of have that, look, bro. Can I, can I borrow you for like 30 <laughs> seconds, man? You know, I mean, really. I, I mean, I, I can't pay for your time. And, and, we can and, take it down you, a step. Yeah, it's fine. Get, you I know back no, in the day. You'll get no remuneration for this, but no, you know, you'll get no, my no, eternal no. gratitude. <laughs> you'll have a fan. And on your deathbed, you'll receive total Oh, which is totally nice. Which is nice. Um, so that, Sting was on my list as well because yeah. you can have obviously multiple people. So, all right, so um, other people that I would like is I would love Robin Williams. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God, it would be crazy. And, and he could, I would just tell him, 
do whatever you want. Just just put whatever you want on there. Can you imagine he'd be like in you know sixteen different characters in thirty yeah. seconds, and then you know same type of thing. He'd really like to hear from you. You know he's kind of lonely. <laughs> please please for the please leave a message. Thank you. <laughs> no. Well, that could get really weird. Oh yeah, be perfect. He was, he was just like he would go all over the all place. over the place in a very yeah. short period of time. I would I would love him if you're picking comedians. I would like him or Eddie Murphy or George Carlin or Jonathan yeah. Winters. Um, those guys would all be great. Uh, Stephen Wright would be really good because he'd be like, "Hi, you've reached Vinny's phone. Leave a message under the bridge. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. If you leave a message in the bottle, Sting won't get it." <laughs> <laughs> people would be going what did what did he just what did he just say you know that he'd be he'd be a good one um i'd love al pacino to do it as well oh yeah al pacino would be great you know because he could he could be scarface or he could be you know like you'd have to get him to do several different ones i would love bill shatner to do it bill you know, murray bill that murray. would be oh, the one bill, bill, bill murray would be perfect so uh, like I'm, I'm looking for the llama and like we don't even message uh I'll never oh, find you. Mrs. Wade. Oh, Mrs. Wade. I love your green skirt. Please leave his message for Vinny. Vinny needs you. Oh, please leave a message. I've got to go now. <laughs> yeah. It's Groundhog Day. I've got to go. <laughs> That's, that, would, that would be perfect. Um, but it's like, you know, you get, a, you get a good read into somebody's personality. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but if you leave a message for Vinny, uh, you can get locked away and they'll throw away the key. Just saying. Thank you. <laughs> The pool or the pond. Pond would be good for you. For Carl. Yeah. For Carl, yeah. But that's, that would, because it says, it says a lot about your personality to decide who you want to, you know, because I'm sure people would say, oh, I would like Richard Nixon or Henry Richard Kissinger. Nixon. Well, I don't know. I just picked a name. Or I would like, oh, Riley said Stephen Hawking's. And I'm like, that would be weird. That would be weird. Stephen Hawking's. Do I have to leave this again? What the fuck? What the, you know. Take seven. Then the thing happens. Louder, Stephen. Then the thing is awesome. Sorry. Take 42. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get, uh, get, get the guy from uh, um, uh, The Hangover. What about Bill Shatner? B- Bill Shatner would be great. This leap lament. Message now. <laughs> this must be important. Leave a message. message. Spark. <laughs> Cry <then>. out <laughs> and leave a message. And then we can play Vinny's version of Spock's Rage. <laughs> oh, that's right. We can go back to episode twelve Three. or wherever the hell that was. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Spock's Rage. We should have stayed on that. That was a good train we had going on there. That was the, a good train. We had some good, good material. We'll have to go back and revisit some yeah, of those. Maybe we can yeah. have a best of series. <laughs> I just put a bunch of these or together. Just, yeah, maybe just do a best tunes of. Best tunes of. of uh, best by, tunes by title. Not necessarily the music, just well, best I, tunes by title. This has nothing to do with the music. It's <laughs> no, completely to do with the titles. Exactly. You know, I mean, what the hell? That's why we do these, just so we can make up names for songs. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's you it. Know. So. All right, so next random thought. Okay. All right. Number two. Number random two. Thought number two. Now this is going to lead into the next song, or the first song we're going to do. Oh, okay. okay. We're going to do songs still. Oh, good. Well, that's what I think, at least. Um, so, all right, so everybody has their own version of this. Some of us is none. Some of us is a lot. For you people that are living in Florida, you know, I'm sorry this doesn't apply to you necessarily. 
Mm. But I guess it could apply to a, a national, a natural disaster of sorts. So, well, yeah, they get hurricanes and hurricanes yeah. or something that, that becomes a natural event. Sure. So if if there's let's we're using this because it's because it's in Ohio. It's near the end of February, which means it could possibly snow. And today it started snowing. It, it yeah, started snowed snowing. all day long. Right. So so you know what happens when it snows, Jr. What do you do? I'm not suggesting that there's a right or wrong answer in this. What do you do when it snows? I look out the window and go, ah, oh, so beautiful. I love the snow. What do you do, Vinny? I look outside and realize it's fucking cold still. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Do I have to do that? Oh, look, it's not sticking in the driveway. That's good. It's, I don't have yeah, to do the driveway. You don't have to shovel. Yeah. You know, I mean, something like that, you know, or if yeah. I'm going to go outside you know, I got a Mini Cooper. I go, hey, man, let's go do like donuts in the parking lot or something. You know, I mean, see what the hell's going on. You know, Right. Uh, but it is Dayton, Ohio. And well, you know, the I, last time I, we I saw the sun here was probably last year. I, I, think Jesus. I, I think it was before I had diabetes. Oh, it's been that long. It's like, it's like Scotland or whatever. I mean, it's just there's no sunshine you know, in this it's, place. It, 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 was Jesus. So, it was so funny. The other day I got up. Oh, I got up. It was it's depressing. It was yesterday. I got up and I get my car in the garage. I'm in my Mini Cooper, so I want to look cool. So I put on my sunglasses. I pull outside. I drive like you know halfway down the road and I go, like, "Why is it dark out? Oh fuck! I got my sunglasses on. I don't need this shit. The sun is not There's out no here. There's no sun. Ever. The sun has gone away. You know, the sun until is, summer comes and it's yeah. brutally hot and then it beats down on you like unrelenting. I don't, I don't care. I'll be happy about that. Yeah, well, it'll turn hot to cold and yeah, it, it's like it's like turning, it's like turning on a faucet. But anyway, so the the point of all this is that yeah, where the hell are we going with this? Well, you know. The two of us have rational ideas of what snow is. You yeah. Know, if, and all right, yeah. So let's let's flip the script here. So what happens if the snow's bad? What happens? Let's say, and I, we we're talking about bad. We're talking now. I realize. That oh, this they is say not, it's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connie Ross, and it's going to be bad outside. They it's say gonna it's going to be bad out. I only have to. You can't go Don't anywhere. Go any. You can't they go anywhere. Say, You're not allowed. I, mom, mom, I'm going out. You know, I'm I'm <laughs> leaving, mom. No, you can't. The dog said you can't. What do you mean the dog said I can't? The dog can't, the dog barely can figure out how to poop. You know. What the hell? How's it going? It licks its private parts, and it doesn't have any private parts. You can't even lick it. Let alone drive. Yeah, sure. Or go outside and say, hey, the roads are bad. Shaggy. Um, so if the roads bad, if things are bad. So let's say for here, let's say it's over six inches of snow. Okay. Obviously, everybody's version of bad, you know, like New, it's, it's, New England's like yeah. a foot. You know, Colorado's well, like yeah. six, you know, or whatever. You know, I mean, they, 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 and, and if it's six foot of snow in Colorado, somebody's going, let's go skiing. You know, sure. But so if it's bad here, if it's, you know, like maybe they consider closing the base or the or the or the bases got a two hour delay or something like that. What's your version of what do you do? What do you I mean? Are you are you just moving along doing your shit? Are you uh, are you, you know, reaching for the, the emergency water and, uh, you know, and lanterns? Are you putting on the national radio stations? And, and so, to see you know, so born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, we get plenty of snow. Oh, yeah. Learned how to drive, you know, up hills and. Well, Pittsburgh is nothing but hills. Yeah, so I know how to get around in snow. You know, the thing about driving in snow is it's really the getting started part is not hard. It's the stopping that you got to be very weary about and cautious with. So I moved to um, Denton, Texas. Oh, nice. To go to school. And um, if it snowed down there and you had anything, of a everything freaking stopped. Oh, it had... Well, here's the funny part. Yes, everything should have stopped. 
but Billy Joe Bob has got to get in his four-wheel drive truck, get out there, go, yeah, and he gets it going, but he doesn't know how to drive in snow, and it's like, that's why I would not get on the road in Texas when it snowed, because, not because I don't know how to drive, but Billy Joe Bob had no clue. With a cowball hanging from his hitch. <laughs> that's the guy. That's the guy. He... He would get the thing going, but he didn't know how to stop it or turn. Didn't know how to turn into, you know, when you start fishtailing, you got to turn into your, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah, you know. You're from Philly. Um, so there would be pickup trucks littered on the side of 35 West. I was uh. like, oh, they're dangerous. They think they know what they're doing, but because you got four wheel drive, it's, it's no. It's, no this it's, isn't mud. To do with it. it this is not. This is snow. You can't stop. In 1979, I was in high school. So I stay home. In 1979, I was in high school, and we went to the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. We got there in January, and the first three or four days while we were rehearsing, it was like 60 degrees out. We're all going. This is freaking great. You know, it's like yeah. five degrees at home, and then. It had the worst snow and ice storm in Dallas in 30 years. It's like a half inch of ice and about maybe a half inch of snow. Mm. Now, we, we, the hotel is like next to a Denny's and, and you know, we're in, the, we're in the high school. So, you know, our high school band. So we right. travel everywhere at a damn bus and, you know, we don't, we don't get to do anything. But we're waiting, you know, to do the parade or, or the, the Cotton Bowl parade. And as we're doing a co- waiting to do this, we walked over to, uh, to, uh, um, to the Denny's. Cars, you talk about littered, littered cars, trucks all over the place. People pulled over, and I'm going, "What the hell's wrong with these people? These people don't know how to drive." I mean, there's there's a half inch they of ice don't. and snow. I mean, it's not that hard. If if it was if it was like you know six or seven inches of snow and it hadn't been plowed or whatever, but the snow, I don't know that they salted. They probably didn't salt because I don't think they do that though. Down, down That's there. the problem. They're they're not prepared for snow. Right. They don't. They don't have. We have the same problem in in um, Hampton Roads, Virginia. You know the. Newport News, Hampton area. You just, um, they don't have the snow plows. They don't have the salt. They don't have right. all the things that you need to combat an inch of snow. So if they get five or six inches, it's over for like two days. And that happened. School's closed right, for so, two days. So now, let me let me back up because we're getting to the, the part where the tune comes in. But the, but the, um, this is for Mike Walters. Oh, yeah. Here, hey, Mike, this is for you. Ah, what are you You're drinking welcome. today, Jr. Sierra uh, Nevada. This is Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA. So that's for you, Mike. Um, anyway, cheers. So um, the I remember in particular several big snowstorms when I was a kid. I remember one in the early seventies. In Philly, well, Bethlehem. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Eastern PA. Eastern PA. And I remember one, and in, in, it was happened in April. It happened for Easter in in seventy two. It was like, oh God, it was like eighteen inches of snow. And I remember another one in seventy eight. I remember another one in eighty two or eighty three. Mm-hmm. One in eighty three was so bad we had to use like a sled to get from place, you know, from places because the our side road was 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 so bad we couldn't yeah. get out, and we weren't that far from a major road. So I mean, they they it does exist where you know you get paralyzed at at, at a certain point. Yeah, now. it happens a lot up north. Right. You know. Oh yeah. Especially you know you you're you're living up in Boston or you yeah know, Boston. I mean, even Maine if, even with things that, that that do that well. I mean, in Philadelphia, they take the snow and they dump it into the river. I'm sure they do something like that in Boston. Yeah, Boston you know? had I think two two winters ago they had 
unprecedented amount. Oh of yeah, snow. like thirty inches. Or yeah, something. they didn't know what to do with all ridiculous. Snow. Yeah, yeah. But the, but the, the point is, is we all deal with it in a different way. But the famous thing that happens in Ohio, I don't know if it happens everywhere else, but I've been in Ohio twenty two years now, is the beginning of snow. The second a snowflake trickles down from the stratosphere, every person that I've seen runs to the damn store for bread, milk, and eggs. <laughs> Why you need bread, milk, and eggs when there's a snowstorm? I've I've pondered this for years. Not the, not the uh, that the answer is is specifically uh, you know like the meaning of life, but what do you what what possible stuff are you, are you baking a cake? You know, bread, milk, and eggs, that doesn't work. So I've decided that, that people in Ohio really like French toast because oh. they got bread, milk, and eggs. You know, they must have syrup at home, so they don't need syrup. But they, they, make, they make French toast when it's snowing out, you know, apparently. I mean, I don't, I don't get that at all, you know, but, you know, whatever. It's, it's gotten to the point where it's like you go to the store, like, like I'm doing like my normal routine, like in the morning, I'll go to, the, I'll go to the, the, the Dorothy Lane Market and I'll get a cup of coffee and I'll get a salad for lunch and, you know, maybe a little bar or something like that. Right. On a day that it's snowing, what the hell? I mean, there's like, there's like 15 cars in the parking lot, you know, total in the morning because it's like somewhere between 8.30 and 9.30. So people are already at work or, you know, or the, old, the old folks are out, you know, drinking coffee while they're having their bagel or whatever. I guess bagels are East Coast. Anyway, point of this is that is that all these people are in there and they're loading up their carts with bread, egg, and milk. What, what are you What are you doing? What What possible reason have, is is this? It doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, <laughs> pregnant pause for effect. That's right. That's Jr. playing bass line on his modulus six string bass. This particular one is a quilted maple top. I don't know if it's maple top. It's probably a, it's maple top. I don't know if it's a maple top, but it's a quilted blue. It's a really nice color. Really sounds good today. We've changed the channel in our Focusrite Scarlet 18i8. Um, what the hell is that? It's a it's a it's an interface. It's a digital interface for you folks that are playing the Duh. technical game. Duh, duh, don't talk to me that duh, way. Duh, 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 duh. You're not from Boston. Duh, I'm from Boston. Do I Chester? So they would get hurricanes coming into that oh, like Hampton, Hampton Roads, Roads area, and literally, was not only could you not get bread, eggs, or anything else. They would sell out on gas. Oh, like uh, oh, like for like generators yeah. and stuff. Yeah, people would just start filling up. I learned quickly. I'm <laughs> did you? Because I had a generator. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you get? Did you get to that point where you decided that? Because I because there's a point when you're doing all this where you don't want to turn into a conspiracy theorist like you're building a bunker, but there's a certain point in time where you're going. Well, maybe I need some it's extra in, food. Or maybe it's I in August. Have, in there and it's like hot as you know you, you know what it, yeah, yeah it's like uh you might want to have a a window air conditioning unit and a generator to power your refrigerator because you can go two three weeks without electricity and that's, that's a true long time dave dell remember dave dell i don't know if you know dave no okay so dave was a um he lived up in williamsburg and they lost power he went like two weeks with no power. Now, where I lived, um, I was on the same power line as a um, senior citizen's home and the fire department. So we were like a critical, if our power went out, we were down for two days. Wow. It was like a day and a half. And we used the generator. 
put that fire that thing up and how big oh it, i don't know it's, it's it's like the size of a trunk okay uh, the wattage and stuff i forget and there's this thing called starting power or something crank power or whatever yeah so it's like you know when you when your air conditioning starts you ever notice like your lights might blink or you know whatever that's the, the cranking power you've got to have enough something where suddenly something's drawing from that generator it's got to have some juice to supply it or everything else is going to shut off um so anyways i bought a generator i still have it it's in the garage you could use it here you never know oh, absolutely you could use it here yeah because they have storms here tornadoes things of that nature so i'm not getting rid of the generator what i did was i i um kind of winterized it to the point where it's like get all the gas out of it you have to do that yeah so there's no um ethanol tearing apart on the plastic, plastic and yeah, all that parts yeah so but yeah you would you here's how you knew it was for real you would go down to the local grocery store and everyone's boat was parked in the parking lot it's like holy crap everyone's car and boat is in the food lion and in the um uh, can't remember the grocery store because Pickley, they Pickley, yeah, Pickley, yeah. yeah. AMP no that's AMP Giant Eagle or no whatever yeah so it was like both parking lots are full of cars and boats because you can't get out when the water rises you can't your your car if it's in the garage it's gonna get ruined so people would move all their stuff and either walk back or whatever wow yeah because it would roll in so what happens with the hurricane is these rains come in right and the winds are pushing all this water up into the to the bay right and then it doesn't usually the tide goes out well the tide can't really get out because the winds are pushing it in then another high tide comes in and just I mean, there's water everywhere. It's crazy. That's is that is kind of crazy. Yeah. So you just get they deal with it. That's that's their thing. They're used to it. But, but you they grew a, up with it. But other than the gener- like, we grew up driving in snow. Right. They grew. They grew, they grew up, up moving the boat to, to King. Yeah. Safe, 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 <laughs> safe place. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, but but you you haven't gone out and got like you know, uh, you know, twenty five. Uh, Thing, 25 days of food or you know like in those freeze-dried packets and backpacks no, but I think get cash and gas now cash and get cash yeah. and gas makes sense water makes sense because you know you, you, know. you if I don't um, use the I can use the cash later right but if ATMs are down and, right. or right. you right. go to the right. store right. and it's like well electricity's down so everything's cash right now right yes yeah, it's, it's cash nothing you want to have now, cash now, that, now, that, now, that, now I would I would much rather rather than the, the bread milk and eggs thing you know if if you're gonna do that, my first my first trip would be you're right would be gas and cash, and then you know some water. And if I haven't got enough canned goods or food in the house, you know, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll throw some food in there. Yeah. But you can live. You know what? If you have water, you can live for at water's least a key. Week. So what you would do is you would fill up your tub full of water, so that you had water to Pot, potable water, as they say. Yes. But um, um, that water is like you could just grab it with a bucket and take it downstairs and wash dishes or whatever because you might lose water. Yep, you might 
There's water you pressure. Would, you wouldn't really want to drink that water. No, the, but you might want to use it to wash your underarms. Well, the other thing is too is if if you if the toilets stop working, you can put water. In you there can to flush make it, it with yeah. yeah. You can use the water to make a flush. Yeah. So you want to fill up the tub with water. Um, this is great prepper stuff, especially with coronavirus right around the corner. Well, but this relates to the tune. We're supposed to be playing a tune. All right, let's let's play this tune. What this the heck? this tune is I I wrote it. It's a three four tune. For those in your hymnal, please turn to page one seventy eight. It's, it's in T minor. Accessible case. And what was the impetus for writing this song and what's the name? The name of the song is called Bread, Milk, and Eggs. Or, what's that? People love French toast? Or <laughs> French toast calzone. French, French toast calzone if you're Italian. Yeah. It's got, it's got fold. The bread keeps folding Fold, and folding. It breaks. Folding. I don't want I don't that. Want I want large I want bread. This. Would you be caught reading this? I don't think I so. I don't think so. I just hate it. But I'm a professional and I'll rise above, above it. it. Rise above it. Uh, so so I, I, was, I was writing this tune. With, with, with writing these, these things, I try to write a Latin and, and a, a swing tune, and then, you know, usually I wind up writing a tune. I go, well, I could do this a bunch of different ways, so I'll do this as a 3-4. And it, it's kind of nice because it moves pretty good, and it's got some nice nice little uh, changes of pace chords. You know, I kind of li- like the, I like the, 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 the differences, you know. And then, then usually... Little lines that you're whining and sweaving. It's kind of... Yeah, I'm highly influenced by Mozart and Bach. It's kind of a mock piece. Oh, you keep saying that all the this time. This particular one. All the time. Cold. Lick my, my love, love pump. pump. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. For you folks playing long and looking at the footnotes at the yes, end of it the Yes, it is explicit. And, it just and took a while is, to get to this it. This is from Spinal Tap, the first episode. Big Bottoms. Talk about mud flaps. My girl's <laughs> got them. Okay, on that happy note, let's play a tune. Okay, here here we go with bread, milk, eggs, and some kind of French toast calzone. White sauce or red? <laughs> red. Of course, gravy. Yeah, it's gra- the gravy. That's the what gravy. We call it, we call it gravy. gravy. All right, here we Thank you. 
Getting out that extra cash and some gasoline, and it's it takes a little long to get through the tune. So it's like, but you think about that, like you're waiting in line at the at the grocery store, you're, you know, you're waiting at the. ATM. It's funny how like shelves can be empty. You're like, what the? Well, that's a that's a Japan story. As far as as far as shelves being empty, we had the we had the, uh, they. I was in Japan in the '90s, and I guess they had uh, deliveries. You know, they had a milk run that they called it. That went from. Um, Korea to Okinawa to Guam and came around and got uh, you know Japan and by the apparently by the time they got to Japan there wasn't a lot of food left so like you'd show up one week and the whole shelf of cereal was gone and there's like a box of like you know life cereal because nobody likes life cereal and or, or or kicks or something and you're like what the fuck what's going on because oh i'm sorry the 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 uh, cereal cereal plane didn't make it what do you mean the cereal <laughs> plane didn't make it you know captain did, crunch did, did, did captain go, crunch had to abort did it go captain, did, go down in the sea of japan this is captain crunch <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to abort this mission uh for cereal no, fly off right you're, wave you're off wave off you are not clear in the pattern you're, captain you are not clear <laughs> captain crunch but but my customers. Yeah. So in, in reverse, they'd show up like two weeks later with you know the the, the the shit for for the two weeks prior and two weeks ahead. So now there's enough Captain Crunch to start a Captain Crunch army. You know, of, an army of sugar-ridden kids. So when you we've got no origin captains, <laughs> why, we're gonna have to have a riff. Why? Why is the Ridland, reduction in force for is, captains, especially in the crunch? Why uh, is it? Why has the Ridland gone up over at the bay? Everybody's on, everybody's high on the sugar, 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 sugar. So, so th- you you go to the store when you saw all these Captain Crunch. Yeah, the the, re- the very first time I saw this, 
And all we saw was like, a, you know, it's an aisle. Honestly, just imagine a grocery aisle in your favorite grocery store. And cereal, you know, you got Wheaties and you got Rice checks and you No, imagine a whole aisle full of fucking Captain Crunch. And you're going, what the fuck is going on? I like Captain Crunch. I love Captain Crunch. Not anymore, but Although I love Sometimes it. it's roof of my mouth. No, like no, up. no. You just keep eating. Just keep <laughs> eating. You, you build up calluses, just like on your fingers. You know, the roof, roof, cal- roof calluses. So you talk, it's like, as they are. I can't so I'm not the only one experiencing oh, no, no. like the tearing it's, up of oh, my the top of my and then it sticks in your teeth uh, and you go to the dentist and I go did you have Captain Crunch like four weeks ago there's a piece in your tooth and it's it, it's you you missed getting the cavity by about a week you know but anyway you so you go to the aisle and there's like 75 boxes of Captain Crunch or more 100 boxes and you see these people walking up and it's remember those those game shows where you had like 30 seconds to get as much food as you can in a, in yeah. a store and they're walking up to shelves and they're shoving all this shit in their, in their grocery cart they're trying to get the high, high the dollar high, yeah yeah. well obviously Captain Crunch isn't a high dollar but, but because Captain Crunch wasn't around for two weeks and everybody apparently had some kind of sugar high that they needed fixing these people are walking over to the aisle and they're not grabbing a box of Captain Crunch or two they're grabbing seven and I'm like I'm looking at them the first time and, and, and I said why, why are you grabbing seven boxes of Captain Crunch? He goes, you don't know when they'll have Captain Crunch again. I go, what did you just say? They might not have Captain Crunch next week. What? what? No. So I'm, pu- I'm putting in like, you know, 16 boxes of Captain Crunch. I've got them in my closet, you know, underneath the sink, you know, above the refrigerator. I think I froze I'm, a few. I'm starting to get like you know. this hankering. Yeah. All of a sudden I want Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch. And, you know, with apparently almond milk because I can't really have milk. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I did not make sugar-free Captain Crunch. Could you imagine that? Sugar-free Captain Crunch. You eat a whole bowl of it and then you shit later, you know, because because of the malatrol or whatever the hell is in there, xylitol or you know the shit thing. Pieces of cardboard, <laughs> aka Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch, sugar-free. Sugar-free. Blo- oh, blocks Lord, blocks of yellow cardboard. <laughs> How does it taste? Good. It hurt. Doesn't hurt the roof of my mouth as much. No, it's a little but, smoother. But, but I do have to go to the bathroom ten seconds Excuse after. Excuse me, I gotta poo. <laughs> okay. Anyway, did, did we just play our tune? Yeah, we yeah, played we our did. tune. Okay. Uh, I've lost. Now I'm gonna have to write a tune next week called "Where's the Captain Crunch." All right. Subject three. Subject three. Oh. Subject How do you like your national anthem? That's subject three. Oh, all right. I'd like mine over easy <laughs> with home fries <laughs> and, and a hot dog and a beer. <laughs> French toast calzone. calzone. Because if, if we're going to be you know, without food for a while, I need to eat a lot of carbs. So I had to judge national anthem singers for the Dayton Dragons summer season. They had nice. a bunch of people show up at the, at the local Ooh. mall. When I say a bunch of people, I'm using the word people generously. Well, it wasn't Walmart. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I was like, some pe- so some of them were really good acts. The kids were the best. There were some seven, eight-year-olds or whatever, and they show up. And if you're seven, five, whatever, and you've got the lyrics memorized and you can stay in tune people will love you at the local minor league yeah <laughs> keep guessing that's what they were doing people will love the kids if you know if they're halfway decent 
There were some choirs that showed up. Very good. Nice arrangements. So on and so forth. Um, but every other act, at a minimum, it was like um, American Idol. And I would just stand there and go, what in God's name made you th- think that you should be standing on that stage? <laughs> they were just... Uh, you're killing me, Vinny. <laughs> Charles Thank Ives you. does the national <laughs> yeah. anthem. Thank you. Great. Yeah. So, what is your preference for national anthem? Um... Well, I, I will say it. I will say it in in a twofold thing. If from this day forward, we would have nobody else singing the national anthem, but the Whitney Houston version from whenever it was when she sang that at the Super 80s Bowl, or somewhere, whatever, yeah, nineties. That for a, a, an embellished national anthem, overly embellished and in the wrong key signature. Right. But go ahead. But but. <laughs> It is it is it is a quintessential version to listen to to appreciate the national anthem because really, without beating up America's national anthem, the national anthem was a was a was a drinking song that Francis Scott Key fucked with. I think, you know, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily this this melody ridden. It was you know, a drinking song. You know, it wasn't exactly you know because you figure if you're drunk you go ah you know you mean by the time you get done it sounds like what yeah. I just played. Yeah. You know, but so for me. If the Whitney Houston one was the only one we could hear, I could deal with that. I don't want to hear the iterations after that. I don't want to hear everybody else trying to be American Idol contestants. Whitney Houston had a couple nice things in that. But, however, comma, period, Duh. semicolon. I would prefer, I, yeah, parentheses, for this discussion, I would prefer having a very simple version of the anthem not overdone, not over orchestrated, just very simple. Just my opinion. And people can have their sure, um, everybody's got their own. They opinion. can have their bread, milk, eggs, however they want it, and, and their, their French, French toast, toast calzones. However they like it. Right. Over medium well with this hash browns so and bacon. what I like is a very traditional straight ahead version because for me, it's not about the performance of the anthem. Right. It's about paying tribute to the flag and that's what you should be thinking of when the anthem is going on because we're both veterans right. and it's like um, when you start to take it to a level where you're just bringing attention to yourself, to yourself right. and you're, you're really not paying tribute to the flag, which is what we're trying in, in the nation. And what, what is the flag? Well, the flag is a, it's a piece, it's a piece of cloth, big deal, right? But it represents our nation and it represents those that came before us that gave their you know their lives yeah right that's all kidding aside yeah 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 yeah. so that's kind of like um why would you be bringing attention to yourself as opposed to that concept because when you're when you take your head off and you put it over your heart that's what you should be thinking about you shouldn't be thinking about hmm I wonder who's going to win this game. I want some popcorn. I wonder or, if they're going to serve drinks in the or, fourth quarter. I've, I've done this once in a while, and and I and every time I do it, I realize that I shouldn't. You know, saying play ball afterwards, 
And, you know, I don't, I don't like doing that. You know, play ball. You know, like when you finish and, yeah. and you say, I don't, I, I do that to kid around, but then I realize that it's not appropriate. And so I, I've, I've come to stop saying. Well, that when it's over, it's over. But, but it, well, it, man, yeah, but, but the, the other thing, the other thing too, to piggyback on what you're saying, if I had a choice and I could make this, I could, I, I was king for a day, and I could just like swipe my hand down and say, this is how the anthem is going to be done everywhere. I would prefer it would be an instrumental version of that national anthem. And I don't mean like four ukuleles and a kazoo. The I'm first act about, was four French horns. It was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, it was decent. So, something that, that is traditional, you know, not crazy, crazy. And then allow the people that are supposed to be singing this song reverently about their country and That's paying the tribute key. to it. Yeah. We can all sing out loud ourselves. So sing if, along with. Right. You sing along with yeah. it, but you but it, you're not following Whitney Houston, or you're not following Jennifer Houston, or you're not following following Elton John or anybody else. You're you're following the the brass band or the or the orchestra or the you know the the not and not overly arranged. We're just I'm a very traditional. So Saturday we did a concert at the museum, Air Force Museum, oh, yeah. Hearts Heroes and Heritage. Yeah, we're re rolling this concert with you know Valentine's Day, President's Day, like History Month, and yeah. And uh, we had a vocalist sing the anthem at the beginning. And I'm on stage and I introduce the vocalist. And it's kind of eerie. When, I mean, she's just singing. It's, oh, just, it's just, wonderful. just hanging it out there all by herself. Yeah, yeah. But you can hear the audience singing it. It's kind of moving. That, that to me, that to you know me what is, I mean? that, like, that to me is the best version of it all. And I can't sing. I'm not a person that is happy singing. I I would prefer doing what, that. I'm standing there because I'm in uniform, so right. I'm, so you're quiet and listening and everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm standing in a position of attention and just facing the flag. But I can hear all these people singing along with a vocalist who's a professional. That's kind of moving. That's kind of that'll get the hairs on your neck standing up you know it's pretty cool yeah yeah i i think that's i think that's worthwhile and, and i realize that we're a country that that believes in free speech and expression of and, and i like different versions of the anthem i had a great time listening to i mean i listened to the dayton gay men's choir that was one of my favorites because they had a really nice arrangement that was a pro it wasn't like flashy or whatever they were really just good. Their, just their apparel. <laughs> their apparel. They all had um, khaki pants and gray um, polo shirts that said G. Was it D? Uh, Dayton Gay Men's Chorus. Yes, D G M C O U S. Yes, yes, yes. That is exactly what it was. So it wasn't. Yeah, they weren't like in. Um, crazy apparel with like boas and fluffy shirts and whatnot. They were good. The kids were good. Um, most of the choirs were good. As I'm judging, I'm thinking if I'm at the ball game and I got a beer in my hand, I'm ready and get my peanuts Nothing better whatever. than the gay man's chorus. They were good. <laughs> Don't be a hater, Vinny. Nothing says America like the gay man's chorus. Is it something I would enjoy listening to? Sure, or, why not? Or if I'm patriotic. Sure. Because some of some of the people got up there and they were just 
Oh, 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 yeah. Oh. Say, can you see? Oh, yeah. yeah. By the Dodger. My lag, favorite is always when they go, and they go, and they go. <laughs> like they have a cough. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I just I just had a pack of cigarettes before I came in. It sets up my voice for the for the for the song. It's dry up here. Um, could, <clears throat> could somebody get me a glass of water? I need it at sixty eight degrees. Line, <laughs> line, please. Um, Jose, line. Jose, can you see Jose? No, not Jose. Jose, Jose. Okay, O's. Line, please. Can you see? Can you what? What line? Yo. Uh, no, Mr. DeMille. That's fine. Well, I'm glad you got to do it. I got four free tickets to, you know, a Dayton Dragons game of my choice. That's kind of For nice. my efforts. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Well, good. You can watch yes. somebody sing it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It probably is one of those. I'll probably get there late. <laughs> <laughs> when is the anthem? I'm going to show up 10 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gay man's course. I, I I'll be there. I, I don't want to be held responsible for what happens. At the and we'd like to thank Chief J.R. sitting in seat number 72. No, 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 I'm not here. He not was here. the one that picked this group singing not today. Here. Not me. Not me. I'm Chief not Master here. Sergeant Herb, will you please rise and be re- 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 acknowledged? Re-acknowledged. Re-acknowledged. <laughs> Can you be targeted for your for for your for your, for your, like target, your beer throwing the, now? The crowd target you. <laughs> For tomatoes, we'd like and to paint the target right on your eggs, back. Yes. Yes. Thank, thank you, Chief ladies Master Sergeant J.R. Irv. And please fire away, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Go, Chief Master Sergeant Irv, because of your rank and stature in the Air Force, we're going to give you a five minute head start. <laughs> run, run, Chief, run. <laughs> I never seen a short, fat guy run that fast. Holy shit. Couldn't uh, tell if he was moving forward or sideways. <laughs> Where did he go? He's around the corner. Rubber band in the stretch. Cabbage by a head. And the, and the winner. Oh, I'm sorry. He got pelted right before the finish line. <laughs> uh, wait, he's clutching his chest. He can't make it around the quarter turn. I think he's having a heart attack. <laughs> well, that was you. fun. Topic three was fun. Yep, topic three was fun. Oh, very good. Topic three. Topic very four. Good, very good. I haven't taken topic my four. Pittant yet. Uh, topic four. We're going to talk about the, oh, the coronavirus. No, the coronavirus. The coronavirus. The what? The coronavirus. Oh, I do not understand. We do not have that in Delhi. Does it involve curry? <laughs> I very much like to have the coronavirus. Not come to my country. I need to wave away. Uh, that would be terrible. All right. Next topic. Let's coronavirus. <laughs> well, well, if you listen to Donald Trump today, he told you about the the 15 people that were that were di- diagnosed with the coronavirus in America. Eight of them, they've all gone home. We sent them home, quarantined them in their homes, and then there was five. Those five are in between their homes and the hospital. That's 13. And then there's one. Well, we're not really sure what he's he's kind of in home and kind of. Well, we're not really sure about him. That's 14. Hey, short one. Hey, can you guys tell me about the fifteenth one? Is there? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mr. He's perfect. President. I'm sorry, Mr. He's President. He's perfect. Um, we understand. He's very good. Yes, he's very good. Um, um, Where is he again? He's he's uh, uh, somewhere in an undisclosed location, being looked at by our doctors. It's not my doctor. 
I'm taking care of. I already got my flu shot. <laughs> Trump gets on the on the on the thing, and you know, he goes, "You realize that 69,000 people had died of the flu last year. 69,000. That's why they say, did you get your flu shot? Did you get your flu shot? Is that is that right? About 69,000. That, that sounds he, about right. He, he quoted some crazy figure like 340,000 or 345,000 in the last 10 years that that uh, died of the flu. So, I mean, yeah, the coronavirus is not not to be trifled with. We can laugh about it, about putting lime and salt on your hands so you're protected or whatever. But, you know, that's not something it, it potentially, you know, it could, be, it could be more than a pandemic than it already is. But, um, you know, you've you got to take care of yourself. I, the, you know, I, the, the, the PSA is, yes, there are people in this world that don't want to take vaccines and don't want to take shots because they're worried about whatever. Look, I was in the Air Force for 24 years. You've been they in the Air Force. full of shots they every day. They gave me enough shots to kill me six times over if I was Especially going to Especially if you're deploying. You know, I got, I got, anthrax I got three, and, of the, three of the anthrax shots. I'm still here. Yeah. You know, I'm fine. Everything's good. You know, I'm Just once every I forget everything, you know, as opposed to now, you know. But... The, the point is, is that if you take care of yourself and you get something preventative like that, like the, like flu shots or, or, you know, getting your pneumonia shot or as you get older, getting your, um, I don't want to die shot. Uh, oh, that's a shingle shot. You know, oh, yeah. the shingle shots, a, a, an important one, you know, cause if you've had, if you've had chicken pox, you could have shingles. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm not taking questions, but I'll answer a few. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. We offend everybody. We're equally offensive. Yeah. We're now going to China. <laughs> We're now going to China. Our to man p- on the ground. <laughs> Hi, I'm Wu Feng. I'm Wu Feng. I'm here in Pingpu, China. I'm here to talk about the coronavirus. I went to the bar yesterday, and they didn't have any corona, so I don't think there's a coronavirus here. Uh, I'm going to go to Wu-Pu, China next. <laughs> oh, this is Ping Pong in Wu-Pu, China. We have no, we have no corona either. <laughs> that means we are fine. We don't have to worry about oh, it. Oh, Chinese government said we're fine. Just we ask fine. them. They're yes. all hard up having General Tso's chicken. Ping, ping Pong out from <laughs> Ping Pong Wuhan. out to the Poo-Poo. Poo-Poo, Mu-Poo. Mugu, Poo-Poo, Jai, Pai Pan. Uh, wait, what? Huh? What the hell is that? Guy Poopen Guy Kim. We'd like to apologize to Sorry, people folks. from the Far East. Yeah, that was really bad. You know who you are. Um, and if you can't identify yourselves, let somebody else. And don't identify us, at least not to the U.S. government. No. Oh. Yeah. Ah. So we'll be we'll be having visits from our friends from Ping Poo China next week. <laughs> Wing, Ping Pong. Wing Pong from Ping Poo Pong China. Wing poo, fl- flung poo, who flung poo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, who flung poo? He's from Wuhan. He's from Wu poo. He flung poo and Wu poo. He flung bat poo. He flung bat. Yo, the bat. responsible. He flung bat poo. There's not many bats there. They all went away. <laughs> all bats dead now. Batman's not very happy. <laughs> oh, no Batman. No bats in the bat cave. <laughs> they all in bat a, cave very empty. They all, they all in soup. <laughs> they all had soup fried bat heads. Oh my goodness! Uh, no wonder. Yeah, wonder who's gonna eat a fried bat head. It tastes good with with, uh, well, with Corona. Well, Ozzy Osbourne probably. Uh, well, he's the, the delicacy one in, he's for the one him. Invented it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ozzy Osbourne and I approve of this message. Sean, <laughs> Sean. Oh my god. Oh my god. He should have seen 
Bernie Sanders last night. Oh, that's right. The Democratic oh. uh, thing. Well, we've offended Trump. Let's, was, let's offend somebody was, else. Bernie you know. was just. Uh, I don't believe in millionaires at all. <laughs> Wait, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> he was like saying how it was great of Castro. You know, to, it's not all bad. He, he he had some schools and and where exactly yeah they were re-education they, they centers were his, whatever or, or they but, were in his house for his kids. But he's trying to like double down on his um, backing of well, communism's terrible, but they do do some good things. But I've got a plan. Yeah, but huh? and, and and he said something like, "Well, they they still," and people went, "Boo!" People in the audience. Booed oh, him. No he goes, oh, oh, really? Oh, re- oh, really? He he like started getting into you know into with the it. audience. I'm like, are how dumb are you? Well, he'd make a perfect president. Oh. Yeah, Lordy, yeah, come Lordy. on. Let's let, let's look at this seriously. You Where know, are you going to come up with all that money for all the things you want to do? I've gone through this in previous episodes. I've talked about how perfect it is, <laughs> Mr. Perfect. I'm not. I'm not on his train. No, I'm not, in his, I'm yeah, not in his exactly. train either. But the, the 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 point comes down to something very simple: if we can't pay for this, we can't do it. If you're in your house and you want to take a trip every month to Cancun, and you oh, can, I'm going to campaign with my and, family for and that. If you, and if you, can, I'm campaigning on a chicken every pot, a trip to Cancun every week. You know, no, whatever. It's going to be a cruise every month. Cruise, every, a cruise month. every month. Right, right. Yeah. And it'll be free with a cell phone in yeah. college. Yeah. The thing I don't... Well, we're going to upgrade every month. Oh, we're yeah. Upgrade well, you know, new cell phones every month. Like, when I can buy my own island, I get to do that. If I want to get on my yacht and take a cruise, I can take a cruise because I'm... Cause, Vincenzo Island. That's right. Vincenzo Island, you know, with my with my Mini Cooper, you know, army, you know. But the, the whole point is, is that if I can do that, I will. But if I can't do that in the household of Vinny, or if you can't do that in the household of JR, you yes. can't just walk down the street and say, hey, give me your yacht. I'm going on a cruise, and you're going to let me. Where are you coming up with the money? Come on, brother. You gotta. Somebody has to pay for it. And it can't be the government, and it can't be billionaires, because you can get money from billionaires, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't no, pay No, but they're smart enough shares. to hide their money. Not only can they hide Good their money. Good luck with that. Well, you know, I here. all right, we're going to go back on this soapbox. If Here you just go. taxed everybody the same with no possible deductions, 15% across the board, I don't care if you make a dollar, I don't care if you make $10 billion, we would have enough money. Fill out your taxes on a 3 by 5 card, people. My name is this. My social security number, well, maybe you can't put your social security number on there. I, I live at this address. I made this much money last year. This is 15% of it. I owe that. Done. Done. That's too easy. I know. And there's too many people that'll say it won't work because we need money to, to you know, to, to study the migration of the Red Sparrow from Capistrano to, you know, Well, you could still Uzbekistan. do that if you, you know. If you pay for it. Yeah. If everyone's willing to, to pony, pony up. Pony up their 15, 20%. But when you start getting to 40%. Well, the, the, that's, the, the, the that's, discussion is to overtax people that make more money because they make more money. And if, if, if you assume that, that you're going to do that, then you also assume, like you said, that they're going to just say, oh, yeah, I only made, you know, $20. Or you're going to be like Donald Trump or, or the Clintons and claim that you donated underwear to or the Goodwill. Or you just move. Or, or you, you, yeah, you, you go to you Switzerland or you put your money in Switzerland. some place where you whatever. don't have to do this. These people yeah. have this money for a reason. But if you tell them we're going to make a simple thing, this is what you owe, period. Done. And if they take, what they need to do is take it out 
If they did it this way, they wouldn't even have to file taxes. If you just took out 15% from everybody's pay, you wouldn't have to file taxes. There's no April 15th. There's no deadline to file taxes. What You'd about take it out like of their people pay. that are self-employed? Well, then they have, they have to file taxes. Yeah, They would have to file taxes. They couldn't get away with that. And, and corporations. Well, the, those people would. You yeah. know, but I'm talking about John Q. Public that work. People in the workforce. Right. People in the workforce. If you're at home and you don't make any money. You could still just, you know, have it taken out and <laughs> reconcile it. Because you might have both. You, you could, like me, I, I have I'm self-employed and then, yeah. Yeah, you have both. So right. you still have to do a tax form. Right. It's not about the form. But what the it's form, about the is should, the form should be easy. The form should be shouldn't be pages. Oh, so it shouldn't be, it's should so be simple pages. It should be you made oh, this you, much. You made need this much. you need to schedule C. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and then on there it's like, geez, so it, you just get lost. I got to do that. And, and oh, you have kids in college. Well, well you what were their people, earnings and yeah, what, what was right? What are they? Like, are you are you taking the, care of their their are, money or yeah? Oh yeah, Lord, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a headache. It is a headache. It's it's gotten to the point where it's so much of a headache. You just go fuck it. And if we had more government, like Bernie's proposing, it's going to be more complicated. It's going to yeah, be more difficult. There is nothing. It's not going to get easier. Right, there's nothing simple or easy. This is about what I try and tell my family. Government. They're they're trying to tell me, well, th- th- some of these ideas make sense. To and who? I'm trying to tell you, I'm, I'm like, anytime you involve the federal government, it's a bad idea. They're it, it's just wasteful. It's not, it, the, it creates a bureaucracy which wastes money, time, effort, and everything else. It's just not, not effective. Not, not to mention that it's put in the Constitution and the 10th Amendment that, the, that states are supposed to handle a lot of things. That the federal government is supposed well, to be small. Isn't, why don't the states step up? Jeez, oh, well, they, they do do to, to a degree, but then the, the problem is, is, the, is this, this cyclical thing that keeps going around and around and around. States have so much revenue. Some states are, are in, the, in the red, some states are in the black. The states that are in the red, which is bad, um, go to the federal government and ask for money. I need to be bailed out or I need money for this program or this program. So the, so it's that, that classic thing. Oh, the states need money. We need to take care of the states. So we need to uh, enact all these programs to take care of the states. Well, and the, the, so now they, I say, well, in order to do that, we need to tax more. We need to get more money from here. And then we need to take that. And, and it's a cyclical thing that never ends. It continues forever. Well, so if you're in a state of Florida or if you're in a state of Texas and there's no there's no, there's no, no state tax, tax and you've got a, a you're in the black and you're not in the red, people are going, I'm going to go to Texas. Texas is a place to be. You realize if you leave California, you've got to pay an excise tax to leave. If you are moving, what? if you are moving from California to another state, you are paying tax. You are taxed to get go over the border. Are you kidding me? Dead serious. Dead serious. Why? Why it says it, who? Says the state of California. Well, state not, of California. I don't live there anymore. I give them the finger. Yeah, well, that, well Piss off. yes, but if you leave, you have to pay. So no, if, I don't. If, if, I just yeah, leave. No, if you if you walk over the border, this is the stuff about states that are ridiculous. Are you states kidding have the ability, me? No, states have the ability to, to pass those laws, and they can do that. You can't they leave want. the state. That's, I, that's well, no, you can, you can leave the state, but they're gonna they're gonna come after you. They're, they're, they can't. Collections. Oh, yes, they can. If they pass, if I move to Texas, right? You, you, what are you gonna sue me? Yeah. Or are you gonna extradite me? How are you gonna get me to go, go to court? They'll, 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 I won't go to court. They screw you. They'll fucking ruin your credit. Those bastards. Yeah. Fucking Californians. I'm, I can't. I can't. I don't understand that. I'm surprised they don't have a tax. Like I'm sure. I mean, they have taxes for roads. I mean, you know, 
bridge tolls. They can't and, charge you to leave the state. I, I bet you they can. Look, Jr. When I was in, when I was in Bethlehem, we went over across the bridge into 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 your town of bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. Anyway, when we was over in Bethlehem, we crossed over to the uh, into Phillipsburg, New Jersey, and they had two bridges. They had the toll bridge and they had the um, free bridge. Now the free bridge, you go over and you went, you got through no problem. When you went over into the state. You didn't pay anything. You paid to Coming leave back. the state. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, it's what California's doing. It's just the one way. They're tax. tax. They're taxing you on the way out. Because the, the uh, well, they're taxing you on the way out. The buddy. bridge. Okay, so the bridge and leaving a state are two different concepts. On a bridge, I, I'm, I'm guessing if you're going over the bridge one way, there's a good chance. You're coming back. So if I just charge you on the one way, just save this on having to pay somebody to take the tax on the other side, so on and so forth. But okay, so I'm done with your 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 socialist communist ways in California. I'm deuces. I'm tired of paying um, a, a million dollars for a piece of shit house. I'm tired of all your fucking communist ways i'm going to texas and you're gonna charge me money fuck you california i you know let's just have um the um tectonic plates have a little rift and maybe just drop that piece of land into the pacific I'm done with California. Those motherfuckers, Harvey Weinstein hosting motherfucking state, fuck those motherfuckers. I'm done with California. There, that's my rant for the day. Thank you, Vinny. I had to get that on my chest. I'm an East Coast guy. Just well, saying. of course, I wouldn't live anywhere I'm, else. Yeah, where, I'm an East where, Coast guy. All right, so I. Where would you live if you if you had the once you get out of the Air Force and you get to make your uh, your decision tree about where you want what you want to do? Uh, I would do? go back to Pittsburgh. It's it's just uh, it's it's too much like Dayton. Yeah, dreary. So where weather. would you go? Um, I would look at Florida or Colorado. Those are my two places I'd look at. Both of them have a lot of uh, a lot of good things. I think on a spiritual level, when you when you're near mountains. Or ocean. Or water, yeah. It gives you a sense, especially like an ocean or a gulf, when you see that massive expanse or you see these mountains that are, it gives you a sense of how puny we are or a sense of awe that really, you know, it's like, man, I'm, I'm not. It's, it's, a, it's a majesty thing. I mean, yeah. whether, whether you believe in God or, or not, which is going to go to our next subject. Oh, okay. Uh, good. Whether, whether you believe in God or not, if you see a mountain, or, or, you know when you see the mountains, and, yeah, those mountains are yeah. they're, they're incredible. It's like you man. watch you watch the clouds move in, and you watch you know uh, weather show up, mm, yeah. And you just you just look up, you see the bright, bright sunlight, yeah. And and how how everything is, you know, I mean, think about. Or that. if you live on the yeah. beach and look out the ocean, you're oh, like you're like you watch a tide roll in, and, and you just but you, you just look over there. the horizon, you, you realize it's just you're vast. just you're like an ant. You're, you're a minuscule part of all. Yeah, this. exactly. Which is very. Um, like you said, it's it's not diminishing. It's just very awe-inspiring. Yeah. So mountains are mountains are ocean. That's where I'm going. So after talking about 
all the majesty of Colorado and what you can look out into the vast world and see something that is bigger than yourself. Yes. And that's the whole point to this thing. Life is life is a lot of things, but it's not as simple as you only. It's past that. Right. I, I wrote a tune. Um, it's a Latin tune. Um, a pretty a pretty fun tune. But it's called... I like fun tunes. I like fun tunes too. Uh, it's called I Have a Plan Today. And it, it's, it was written in a couple different, for a couple different reasons. I wrote a tune a couple weeks ago called Man Plans and God Laughs. And we, did, we never did it. I'll have to bring it back. Cause right. we, 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 I, I don't we, remember we, that. Yeah. And we just had a few tunes and used, we, we, that got pushed to the side. So this might be an iteration of that. I don't really remember. But the, the idea behind this is that we all have plans. We all wake up in the day with plans. And, and those plans ab- abruptly change. Doesn't you know, take but a minute. No. And, and this brings up the, this, this story. Um, you know, like everybody else, I'm on Facebook, but I'm not on Facebook that much. And you keep on Facebook to, to keep track of old friends and, and, you know, just announce things and different kind of stuff. Sure. Well, uh, uh, friends of mine from the 90s that were in the Air Force Band program, right. husband and wife. Um, you know, you know, you don't know Terry Taylor, do you? I, I've met once. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, Terry Taylor and her husband got married at the same day these two did, Marty and Jay Constantino. Mm. And Jay Jay played trumpet and Marnie played bassoon. Um, they were both in the band at McCord, um, telling you information that, that's just just. And they moved to Scott Air Force Base in Illinois, and that's where I met them. Right. And I, that was so. That was. And that re- relates to the song. That's right. So the song in this way, that we all have plans about what our life is going to be like. We all get out of the Air Force. We all decide we're going to go here, go there. Well, Marnie passed away two weeks ago. Oh, geez. And I found it on Facebook. But it wasn't one of these things where they said, oh, please pray for Marnie because she's sick or Marnie's not doing well. She's in hospice or nothing like that. It she, was out of blue. done, you know. And uh, I, she's a friend. She's a friend from years back. Her twin brother is somebody that we worked with, Todd Nichols. Yeah. yeah. And, um, she, Todd told me 15 years ago that Marnie had had brain surgery and that he, they went in through the roof of her mouth to get the, get the, the, the brain tumor out. Have the, the, or whatever she had and I'm assuming that it's related to, to that but I obviously have no idea but when you see something like that and you realize look you're you're at a station in your life we all have stations in our lives and we all plan for our, those those stations in our lives we plan for you know being in our, under our parents care and getting out of graduating high school and getting into college and then graduating college and getting a job and then getting maybe married and having children and then having grandchildren and then moving on to retirement and, and, you know, traveling the world or whatever, you know, you wind up wanting, wanting to do. And as much as we all make plans, God, God can change those plans or just, just the drop of the hat. So now, you know, 29 years into their marriage, you know, Marnie's gone and Jay's, Jay's got four or five kids that are all adults. Yeah. And he's alone. So, um, it's it's kind of a tough thing to deal with. But but here begs the question. This is part of this discussion. So, where do you think all this fits into our lives and at the ages that we're at? You know. So, did you? I, I when I saw that Marnie had passed away, I was like, um, Am I in that station of life now where friends are going to be passing away? Oh, for yeah. sure. Well, it, it, but the, the thing is, it only gets worse and worse. Well, that's true. Cause but, you start but out in, in like um, high school, 
And you lose you lose right. kids in high school. Right. There's there's somebody that you know that dies in and a car start, crash. And then there's or, like in the thirties tw- and forties, you're like, oh, there's a weird like. But in fifty, you start getting fifties, sixties, well, man. Well, it's I, just like I, man, well, I, I wrote it, I wrote it down this way because I I put these topics some of these topics together. I wrote you know when when you're young, the first the first real deaths you 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 lose are usually your grandparents yes you know you might lose a friend at, at, at school or, or you know or a co-worker if sure if early on but usually it's your grandparents and then after that it's usually your parents and and then it's then it's friends or your sister or your brother or, right. you know, or, or a relative but those things have a station where they happen in your life obviously the, the, there's norms and there's abnormalities losing a grandfather or a father or a mother early on in your life or everything else but we we try to plan for those portions of our lives and they all of a sudden hit us out of the blue and the next thing you know you're you're dealing with a death and you're, I'm like I looked at that and, and I paused for a minute and I'm going what the hell I had no idea I had no idea that she was sick I, I mean yeah. not that I was I was corresponding with her or keeping track but it's somebody you know. It's a part of your life, and all of a sudden, it's gone. And now you're trying to figure out what's what. Where, where, okay, am I at the am I at the station of life or the time of life where I got to start worrying about friends and relatives? And then then you start analyzing and going, okay, I have a friend of mine. I, this is this is another example. He's a trumpet player. Was in the band career field. He got out when they when they had the the SSI uh, riffs. Yeah, and, and people and go. T- he took the money, and he wound up. He's a very smart guy, and he wound up being a chemist. And he's he's very smart. He's got he's got uh, he does all this you know crazy crazy chemistry stuff. But he's got cancer, and he's going down. Kind of cancer. Uh, I think it's it, it started off as, as as I don't know if it was testicular cancer or if it was something in his lower part of his body. But it, it, something has metastasized in his lung, and he's talking about it on on the internet. Now he's only in Champaign Urbana, so he's not that far away. And um, I I talked to him on the internet. You know uh, probably. Six months, a year ago, and I said, "I need to, to figure out a time where I can come see you, yeah. and say hello." And now, it, it, I guess some of this has has subsided in him, and he's 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 turned a corner. And then the possibility exists now is how long he has to deal with this, whether it's a, I mean, if he's in the terminal side of this or not. And so now I'm going. Now I need to start figuring out who I need to see in my life that are important, and and reaching out and start touching. You know, touching yeah, that's a good point. You know, so now you start overanalyzing those things, and you start going, "Do I need to start seeing this person or that person?" You know, so it, no, that's a good point. So you, you know, it's where you put your time and your money is that's where you put your love, brother. Right. You know, so if there are people out there that you need to go see, go Cause, visit, because you can't, you can't get more time. You can get less, but you can't get more. They ain't making more real estate. They, they make, make more, more, more time. Exactly. So time. That's, that's all you got. So, so here we go. We're going to throw this down right now. What are we going to do? Yeah, we're going to throw it down right now. We're going to play it. Play it. We're going to have a good time. Here we go.
my friend well done well played well said well written i enjoyed that that was fun to play on yeah yeah it's, it's nice once in a while to get a good tune you have to get a jam out and have a good time. yeah i like this major seven changes those are great okay so with that in mind yes my next my next topic oh topic five so here we go random topic random five. topic Ooh. five if you had, uh, we'll have to pick a number. Um, seven. Okay, you picked seven. <laughs> oh, okay. crap. I don't know what I'm talking about. There we go. You picked seven. What's, what's the topic? So, topic is this. If you could, whether you necessarily believe in a deity or not, this, mm. is, this, is, this is up for discussion about, about the deity. Well, this, this sounds very heady. Well, it's kind of like this with the people dying and shit, you know. Um, if you could ask... Any questions for God? Oh my! What would you ask? You said oh. seven, dude. So you know, I mean, you know, seven. <laughs> I could questions. probably expound upon that. You know, you know, if it was. So, so when you when you do this, I look at this as a, as an exercise in determining your personality, mm. because think about this: if 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 you if you do big things and you say, okay. I'm going to ask God questions. What kind of questions do I want to ask? I'm going to ask God, God, what, what is the true meaning of life? You know, or is heaven real? Or will I see my, my family again? Or will the world eventually come back? Or is there reincarnation? Big, big things. You know, not, not like... Is it okay if I have a hamburger tomorrow because I'm kind of hungry and I don't want to? I don't want to get a heart attack. Can can I can I do that or no? You know. So when you start figuring these things out, you start getting to the point of where you sit in your life and what you're thinking about and what you're doing. So like for me, the very first question is kind of a silly one. What hey, is it? Who killed Kennedy? 
Really? Yeah. Or did did OJ do it? This is the first one? Those are the first two on my list. It's silly. It's silly because you get there and, you, I mean, obviously, if we're having this discussion about majesty, you know, if and if you believe all this stuff, which I do, I don't know exactly what iteration it's in, but I, I believe that there's a heaven, I believe there's a God, I believe you get to meet him, I get believe you get judged and all that crazy stuff. And if you go there and, and he's just standing there going, hey, man, it's good to see you. It's like, uh, uh, you got some questions for me? I, I, I can answer a few questions for you. You know, hey man, who killed Kennedy? Oh, really? That's the question you ask? You know how many people ask me that question? Well, yeah, but you know, I don't know. You know, so now you, you get the that's the that's a worldly question. That's not a that's not a that's an earthly question. Yes. Who killed Kennedy? Did OJ do it? You know, uh, is a dog mouth cleaner than a human? I mean, these are all earthly questions. I don't know if I would need to know if a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's. But anyway. So that determines where you sit in your life. I, I'm, I'm really not thinking about this in big picture, you know, or if you, if you say things like, are, is there a reincarnation? You know, do we, do we come back as, as plants or do we, you know? Well, that's, you know. that's where I think you kind of start the conversation is like, um, I, can I go back? <laughs> <laughs> Are, is is this no, is, so is this he, the final time? Is this stop the, playing is this, bass because I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right is now. This, is this the final time? You know. Okay. What the hell is going on here? Okay. <laughs> this, God, listen, my friend, my father, not my friend, my father, because you know you're the man. And to be honest, I didn't ask to be here. All right, let's 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 be honest. I didn't say, "Hey, somebody, let me be born and live on Earth." This sounds like a great idea. No, I didn't ask, and here I am. So I need some guidance on um, how to live this life here, and uh, I got this Bible thing. Great. But you didn't sign it. You just kind of had other people say, oh, yeah, trust me. Trust me. It's all good here. So, yeah, that's my first question is why? Um, yeah. Um, let me ask. Here's my first question. Here's my first question to, to God. People think that, you know, you have a spirit. Your body has a spirit. But my question is, is that the case or is your spirit just occupying this body? Can I get a yes or no on that one? Because if there's just a spirit in my body, that's not working for me. But if by chance by the glory of God that I am a spirit that just has a body that tells me that maybe there's other bodies I can occupy as we go forward whether it's in heaven what is heaven I don't know oh question two what is heaven <laughs> what happens right what, I mean wait, these wait, are these are what, hap what, what, what happens if you are turning to the supreme being 
and you're going. Well, I can't hey, look at him. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. I can't say why, hey, man. Why, hey, man. Why? Why? Why I is can't use why, either. why? Why is I this? It's like divine words. But and you're asking him why? Uh, why Lord are you Father. doing all this? What are you doing all this shit for, sir? <laughs> I don't understand. I I'm sorry. I seem to I seem to be. I wasn't around. I didn't get the memo. You know, there's no memo. There is, like I said, there may be a memo. You did you not ask to be born. When, when you asked to be born, was there a form you filled out? In the Air Force, we always fill out a form. TD Form three four six. Birth request. Yes, birth request. One each. Three thirty six. I'd like to come in as a white male, please. Denied. We're going to make you Caucasian Asian. Your first name is Ping. <laughs> Your alternate name is Pooh. Pong. <laughs> uh, oh, I'd like to apologize again to the uh, Asian community. Asians, yes. Especially those suffering from coronavirus. Lordy, Lordy. You need some salt and No. <laughs> so, but you're going to turn around to the supreme being and say, hey, man, what the fuck? That's basically uh, what all that was. It was, what the fuck, sir? I don't understand. I, well, I started out with a what the fuck, but then I had a little... I and, thought it was a little deeper. Then you looked up and went, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I, I, thought, thought, you, I thought you were the principal. <laughs> the whole, you know, it, is your body a container for your spirit that lives eternally? Well, of course. Is that, is, is that how you see it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that was I mean, also obvious. Yeah, when your body's organic, your body goes away. Your body can't stay around for, you know, even if you're Nebuchadnezzar, you, you died at 900. You know. True. You're still dead. You still died. Hell, Jesus died and but, then came back so, later and all So that. If, if you're, okay, so let's, let's take this one step further. If your spirit goes on after the body is gone. Um, Welcome to the Catholic Channel. <laughs> I'm your host. Monsignor Fatic. I've got some nice little trees coming right over here. <laughs> Bob Ross is here painting. We've asked Bob nice Ross to clouds. paint, paint a, cl oh, a happy cloud. cloud. Look at this happy cloud. Looks like heaven. It's just no, Bob, you haven't made it there yet. I'm going next Oh, Bob's week. there. Trust me. And Bob Ross is painting for Jesus. <laughs> Bob put me to sleep more times than I care to imagine. <laughs> JR, so, what are you doing? I'm watching Bob Ross. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone, man. He's got happy trees coming in over here. Shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Let me go. My trees. So, okay. So, this, energy, this, this, the body. Well, okay. So, let's let you're thinking about going forward, right? We have um, this container dies, which is flesh and blood. Yeah, it's like and, Tupperware. Yes. <laughs> well, no, that's plastic. It lives forever. Not in a landfill. But, <laughs> no. no, it will. It will just sit there for. Plastic lives forever. For 900 years. Yeah. Like Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, maybe the soul has plastic. The <laughs> <laughs> soul's made of plastic. It lives forever. I don't know. But so you're, we're saying that the, the body dies, but the soul goes on somewhere else. Right. Some other place. But let's go backwards in that. So because you're talking about eternity forever and ever. And two weeks. Yeah. And, ever, and, forever and two weeks. And, I put my two weeks in as in yes. notice right after forever ends. So where'd you come from? The same thing. You started that way. They took you and went, we're taking this little ball. No, of, how do you know you didn't come from somewhere else? I don't, but I'm, I'm making it up as how I go do you, along. Yeah, how, how is it? Is it possible that your soul, which is what we're talking about, right. didn't come from somewhere else? 
what primordial ooze? A previous life, well, another certainly. another well, pl- another right, I'll, place I'll, or being. I'll, or... I'll scramble your noodle one more time. Oh, like so, I need help with that. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> that's one pretty more, easy. One more beer will do it for you. So when my when my dad passed away, I had this big big journal writing thing where I was thinking about what I, what what the meaning of life was and all all this other stuff that that really tried to figure out exactly what happened with all this because he was here one day and he was gone the next. You know, so you're like, well, what the fuck? And I determined in my own view of life that your body is a vessel for 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 holding your soul and your soul is made up of energy. We can determine whether it looks like you or, I mean, different discussions about all that crazy stuff. But let's just say that for the sake of this discussion, your soul is a bundle of energy. It's it's wrapped up in a little ball. It says Vinny on it or JR. And that bundle of energy is there from the beginning of time in your body. And when when your body dies, your energy continues. It doesn't dissipate. I think I think it was I think it was Einstein that said that all energy is forever or something to that effect. I can't remember exactly how well, he put okay. it. Yeah. So the energy does not energy does not go away. It, it just it just changes where it is. So my view is this: this energy, this this circle, this ball, this you know, whatever the hell you want, a Death Star. I don't know. It, it, it was there before you were born and however the process worked about the, the assembly line of your life, it took that soul and God or whoever, St. Peter, took that thing and popped it in your body and said, off with you, there you go. And mm-hmm. it was there before, before you were born, the, the body is a vessel to get you where you're going. And all this whole process, and this is the thing that, I, Sean Stanley was telling me a little bit of stories about the Mormons and about how when you die, you ascend to levels of, of uh, heaven, consciousness, you know, mortal being, whatever you want to call it. And you learn in these levels and continue to move up till you eventually get to the point where you are perfect or whatever, whatever the proper term is. Well, at that point, you'd be God. Well, I don't think you'd be God. If you're per- well, I guess if you're perfect, you can be God, I guess. So I guess, you know. Just saying. I mean, he knows one more thing than we do. I don't the know. guy that couldn't show up to work on time knows more than, yeah 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 that's perfect so so you know um, I look at it like the energy keeps perpetuating itself and it just you move from one place to another so when you're when your body dies your energy leaves you but your energy still goes someplace and it was around when it was that's what it was when it started it doesn't leave you Vinny. what it stays in my body no because it is you. Well, yeah, but like this body, you know, the 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 the, the god. But that's the thing. The concept there, is you know. like it. It doesn't leave you. It leaves this container, this earthly vessel. But it's that is you. What leaves is you. Well, yeah, but all right. Well, all right. Okay. It leaves. It leaves the current. The current vessel that you're leave living. You, it leaves your bo- the did body. The body that you're you occupying. Did you ever see the movie Fallen Angels with with Denzel Washington? I think it's Fallen Angel. It's, oh, it's a great movie. There was it, it's this thing about this spirit. I think I think it's a devil. I can't remember. But this oh no, it's a serial killer. And when the serial killer dies, he summons some you know incantation Ooh. or whatever, and he leaves the body when he his body when he dies, and he inhabits another body. He takes him over, and he keeps jumping from body to body. And Denzel Washington is is a is, he knows the guy 
he put that serial killer away. Ooh. So he sees like the 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 eyes or or like he tells he recognizes he, the he, soul like, like the soul of the person. It's not the body. So he's he's chasing he's chasing the soul. Ooh. And he, it, it, there's, a, there's check a, that out. There, there's a twist at the end that I won't tell you because you're going to watch the movie. But but it's it's a great movie. The concept of huh. of of the soul leaving the body and what it does and what it possibly can do is like you sit there and you're like oh this is really cool and it's interesting just interesting to me so yeah i would um yeah i would love to see that i think there's so much to to what you know in in sean talked about you go to a higher thing or this or, well, what if you're a shitty human being you go to hell what do you stay there forever why the fuck would you have to stay in hell forever that makes no sense to me. Well, the the idea behind it too is even if you're unreformable or un, unrepentant, you know, yeah. there should be a way to 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 change your mind and, and learn how to be learn how to be better. You know, I mean, I can't imagine somebody somebody in a fire pit of hell where your soul keeps running around and burns and, and you're dying every day or whatever the hell it is. That makes no sense. Why would you put people on this earth with no real definitive like guidelines I mean if God came here and smacked you upside the head and said hey this is how it goes if you had, if you had a Damascus Road experience like Paul did you know where, where he said this is what you need to do you need to go form a church yeah, oh yeah. okay well then no, then you're no, gonna go, go do that because you could, yeah. well you you, you, don't, you don't look at him your go, path is clear yeah I'm not gonna go uh, uh, no no uh, no yeah, no you, you know and yeah you, there'd be like but fire you, and yeah. shit. so we put these um souls down here on on earth and if, if things, if, if you can't figure it out within, oh, 100 years, which is yeah, no time at Done. all, oh, you're going to rot in hell forever. That just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. Why? I mean, okay, so maybe you go down into hell for a little while and you figure out, ah, I got to learn some lessons so I can get up to another level. Right. But it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me that you've got... One chance, one your- chance, and one chance alone. Oh, you fuck it up. I'm sorry. Oh, you masturbated. A- oh, you masturbated. Guess what? For the rest of eternity, eternity, you will live in flames. It's like that. Just come on, man. But do I still get to masturbate? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> I didn't think of that. But I'm not a theologian, and this is a great time to reiterate that. I am not a doctor. I'm not a theologian. I am not a priest. I'm not an eye surgeon. I am not a plumber. I have absolutely no credentials at all. Wait a minute, you got that PMS thing or whatever. Oh. <laughs> I do have PMS as a male, which is impressive. Pre man syndrome. I'm just I'm destined to live as a child for my whole life. That's what I do. I'm You're a man. That's just natural. PMS, pre-man syndrome. Just destined to live as a boy. He was a boy when he was born. He was a boy as a boy. And as a man, he was a boy. He was a boy. Thank you. Drive through. <laughs> I have no credentials. I have nothing. But we did I'm stay just a bass player. No, I didn't even do that. What? I'm just did you have chicken a- and waffles. Chicken, chicken waffles. waffles. I'm just a I'm just a bass player from Pittsburgh. That's all I am. So anything I say here is just um 
based on those credentials. I'm a bass player from Pittsburgh. So, y'all, don't act like I'm a psychologist, medical doctor, a nurse, a lawyer, or an Indian chief. Or, yes, well, I am an Air Force chief, but an Indian chief, I'm not. A shaman, a yogi. Yogi Berra? All these things. You're not Yogi Berra? I'm not Yogi Berra. Or Yogi Bear. Or Yogi Bear. Thank you very much. Hey, boo boo. <laughs> this has gone way far afield. This is what we do. We're off point. Oh, yeah. This was the intent of the whole podcast. Get off point. There, talk there was about a, there was an talk intent? about your spirit in, in the spirit world and um we are spirits in material world or whatever. I don't know. I don't care. Um we're off point. We're on base. We're off point. Hence the foolishness of this conversation. My name is Ping. And I'm his brother Pong. Uh, so, all right, so let's change the subject again since uh, Woopoo and Ping Pong are not going to be around much longer if we keep this up. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh I have a bad soup. Uh, no, I feel very sick. Your, your soup is bad? No, it's bad. Mr. Pong, I feel very sick. I feel very sick. I ate the bad soup. Uh, I'm throwing up in darkness because <laughs> I'm bad. I'm Dracula. I have temperature. <laughs> it's I'm very, very hot. warm. It's very, very hot, hot here. Very <laughs> hot here. Mr. Pong. I'm sorry. Take my soul. But this is just ping. This is just ping. Trying to be well. I had the bad soup. Corona. Corona. By this time, Mike Walters on his third beer is going, I don't understand what these two are doing, but I guess it's kind of funny. <laughs> my <laughs> Corona. My oh, Corona. my God. Oh, oh sweet Jesus Christ. Ah, perfect. 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 Ah, it was the perfect song. So, so, very good. Jay Hart picked the perfect song. Not like that other thing, which was very bad. Very bad. <laughs> We're going to have to pay royalties to the goddamn knack. <sighs> My Corona. <laughs> oh, and, and again, Corona beer and limes everywhere. <laughs> um, so, so my daughter, I, I told you that... Uh, um, we got uh, we got my daughter's dog because she's in the desert. So we were gonna we were gonna tell a, a Weller story, but before we tell the Weller story, I was gonna tell this quick story about Cass. Cass works in supplies, so she, you know she's she's busy doing like the you know the real Air Force work, you know making sure planes and so parts. Someone's gotta do it. Yeah, yeah. So she does a lot of work, but they did this thing for her the other day, and she sent some pictures to Chrissy. They put her on a refueling plane. And let her let her watch um, some helicopters get refueled. But check this out, Jr. I, I was expecting like the KC 135s, where you look down in the bladder and you can see that, you know. So you're inside the plane, yeah. but you're in the bladder. Fuck no! They opened up the damn back of the plane. She is strapped on to make sure that she doesn't fall out. Wow! And she is watching. She's got this video of the damn back of the plane open. My legs are like, like, like knocking to think about being up at you know thirty thousand feet with the damn. Pl- well, I guess it couldn't be thirty thousand feet because she would have to have oxygen. 
but um, watching this plane by a helicopter and the helicopter is getting closer and it's a helicopter so it's not like a plane where they're just kind of like you know like looking for a parking space it's a helicopter so it's going up and down and over and over yeah, like this and yeah, they, and they yeah. wind up getting there and refueling she's she's having a blast she's got her feet hanging over the damn edge of the plane I'm like it's crazy you gotta be shit me there's no way in God's green earth and she's got the headset on doing the video I'm like I can imagine that it was me my phone would fly out you know it's like it's like ah, no you know it's, it, it's gone but she she's having a great time you know i mean and serving her country at the same time so but, but i i thought i i thought i'd share that this brief air force mo- moment brought to you by uh, paul malo proctor and gamble and cassidy atkins senior Airman. there you go there you go so now it's time for the famous segment go to the weller Take me to the Weller. So, I'm a young airman, first class, and we're doing a drug-free show. Nice. We're working with local police officers on a program called DARE. Nice. Drug Awareness Reduction Awareness? Awareness? Duh. Drug awareness. Doug, 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 awareness, receptive area. Education program. Was Ping involved? <laughs> Drug awareness. Derp. So, anyways, we're doing a concert. And this young lady had been signed to help us because as a French horn player, she wasn't doing a very good job in baritone, the concert band. Baritone. Whatever. Yeah, baritone. It was baritone, yeah. D. Williams. D. Williams. So D was helping us out with lights. And we showed up in, I think it was Salem, Massachusetts or somewhere. That would explain it. Yeah. She's a witch! So we're all setting up and she's late. And she finally gets there and she says I had a flat tire Staff Sergeant Nichols says I'd like to see your hands well we see her hands and it doesn't look like she's changed a tire she couldn't change a tire I I happen to know this person. You know D. Williams? We went to high school together. So anyways, Sergeant Nichols says, you smell like alcohol. And I don't believe it. I was changing a tire in a beer truck. We're changing. Yeah. <laughs> she says, I'm going to give you two options. You can either turn yourself in, or I'm going to turn you in. And I went, what the fuck? Oh. I was like, she just, she just dimes you out. And as a young airman, I've been in the Air Force two years maybe, I was like, oh, she didn't just do that. Because it's like, you don't do that. It's, you know, it's like uh, snitches get snitches mentality. You can't do that. And, uh... Oh, she did it. And I've come to find out that that's how you roll, baby. You do the right thing. When somebody fucks up, 
in, is endangering the mission. Well, let's think about you. This. Fucking call them let's, out. Let's on think it. about this. So, so she was drunk. Yeah. So let's, let's say she's operating a light. And well, she's putting the lights up. She's yeah, putting the lights you're, up. You're let's putting say, screws let's say into... she, puts, she puts a screw in halfway and she goes, yeah. ah, the hell with it. I'll be fine. And Amy know. Nichols is up on stage singing her song and all of a sudden the lights fall and Amy, God forbid, would wind up being seriously dead. injured yeah. or dead. Now, you're, you are now having the possibility of preventing all this from happening or you're just going to allow it and let it go. I'm sorry. It needs to be prevented. Bottom line is like we we all have our demons. Yeah, and and it, and it's 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 not like we're wishing ill will. We're telling the story to do it in no, such a way to be mean to her. No, it's it's designed to tell you a couple things. Tell you that the honesty about talking to somebody and saying, "Hey, look." If well, you a can't problem, let it go. When, no. when, when for me as a young airman, I would let it go. Don't you don't have to turn narc. A, turn a blind don't eye. Narc. You don't. But you're not helping anybody. No. You're helping nobody when you just say, oh, let it go. No, you, you got to call it out. You got to get help. She's not, she's not well. She needed to get help. I've, I hope she, I hope she's still alive. I'm sure she is. Well, maybe. All right. So to be honest, I think I've run out of topics. What? Well, you know, I have like a whole page. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. There's one more because we have a tune. It's based on this. Oh. It's called Sleepless Decisions. <laughs> so my sleep has been nasty. Really? Oh, God. My Fitbit tells I me. I find that hard to believe because you look at like a bucket of smashed assholes. <laughs> so I'm surprised that you're not sleeping well. Thank you. I just had two buckets <laughs> for lunch. <laughs> uh, it tastes good with the red sauce and the French yeah, toast yeah. calzone. Yeah, you throw a little curry, you know, powder on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It fixes everything. Uh, ketchup. Mm, you know. mm, oh no, I can't have ketchup. Mm, yeah. it has to be mustard. Um, anyway, I, you know, I've been having terrible issues. That's why we, we were supposed to podcast last week, and I asked yeah, you. I said, you, "Look, you, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm, I'm not yeah. sleeping right. Everything's fucked up." My little Fitbit tells me hours I sleep, and it shows up on my phone. One night it was one hour and twenty minutes. Oh, that's not good. No. I, and I had to go to work. Yeah. No wonder you smell so bad. I was like, <laughs> just kind of. It's just a natural thing. Oh, Ping, you <laughs> not smell so well. You put, you got. Oh, who, Mr. Pong. Who flung Mr. Pong. Who flung poo on you? No, he's not you here. You smell like. <laughs> he's not here. Who flung poo? Who flung poo left? He he's from Korea. He's, he's back, back in Wuhangong. <laughs> So anyways, you're not so sleeping I'm not well. sleeping, so I'm getting up at You like, look like a bucket of turds. turds. Thank you. You're welcome. So I, I get up, and the next thing I know, I'm like, I'm sitting there going, do I watch a show? I, I watched Narcos Mexico, the, the second season. It just came out. I watched the whole damn thing already. So did I. Oh, I binged it. It was great. It was fucking great. It was great. I loved it. I was watching it on phones, whatever I could get it on. Oh, I need to watch this. I got another t But I'm like, I, I'm, I'm waking up, and like, I'm not. Lisa was gone. Oh, there you go. Oh, she was in Outer Banks or whatever. Yeah, she it. took a girl trip and I was home and I'm like, I got I got to, you know, like clean my car and I got to fix this and this. I binged that whole fucking oh, it's thing. Great. Oh, it was great. Oh, it was great. Great, man. It was a great show. <sighs> it was perfect ending. I thought the ending was fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was great. And we still have El Chapo. Right. That's Oh, that's next. Uh, it's got to be the next season. Right. El Chapo. Right. Well, there's one there's one there's a there's a Netflix thing out called Chapo. But I don't think it's the same. It, They'll it, go Narcos. Narcos Chapo. El Chapo. Narcos Chapos. El Chapo. Chapo. Anyway. I love the music of, of that whole. 
Oh, that was it, great. Oh my god, I would like to get like the Narcos soundtrack because it's it's like authentic, like Mexican with with the um, accordion and all the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like Mexican polkas. Yeah, it was just uh, some gorgeous music though. It's just yeah, good playing. Yeah, it's a musician. You go, oh man, there's some playing, man. These cats are getting down, and even the singing, even though it's kind of. You know, I would, in my younger days, I'd be like, that's so cheesy. It's like cheesy. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful music. It takes, it takes talent to do that. It's not, it's not, it's not, oh, just, it's yeah, not just, the, uh, it's not the just harmonies. Like a, yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Narcos Mexico was badass. So, so now, now you're here making these decisions at two, three o'clock in the morning and trying to figure out what you're going to do. And then, you know, you're watching TV, the dog comes out and looks at you like, what the fuck are you doing up? And then you, you, yeah, you crawl I'll back. I'll be there a little later you, tonight. You crawl, you crawl back into bed and 10 minutes later, your feet are hurting. So you get up again and you're like, yeah. you know, now you're sitting in the bathroom going, um, um, oh, let's watch a show. So I'm, I'm making all these decisions like early in the morning. And then I, I try to go back to sleep and then get up. And for the most part, it works to a degree, but I've realized that at, with an hour and a half sleep, you know, I'm not hallucinating or anything else, but you add the gabapentin to that. You're not making good decisions, oh brother. Oh my God, I'm not thinking. My sleepless decisions are awful. Mm, you know, yeah. So, so it, it's, I, fortunately, I got good sleep. You're like lot. Felix, man. Feel, yeah, yeah, the thin You're man. Like Felix. The thin man's all, all fucked up. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, that's I make, a bad decision. I got, I got good sleep last night, and then I got, I fell asleep for two hours this afternoon, which was nice. So, so the sleepless decisions is, is, is a, it's a, um, a minor blues tune. So I'll be thinking about Felix's decision to, we'll let Palma live, but kill his wife and children. That's crazy. That when that happened, I did not expect that to happen. I knew it. I and knew I, it. I, when he stopped, when he stopped, I, I, I thought I, he would have killed Palma too, though. You know? No, because he makes him suffer. But but think about that. The uh, I just like what an asshole. I thought the Venezuelan guy that killed Paul, that killed his wife, Clava. I thought he was a narc. I thought it was going to come no, out. No, he was Clava. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. But but it, he was from yeah. Venezuela though. Yeah. yeah. But the whole point of it, when that happened, I'm like, oh no. Yeah, I saw that coming. I knew that's, that's but I thought, thought he would kill Palmer as well. Take him to take him to the. What well, I thought maybe he would have been dead first, but then I thought, well, no, you would. You would want to show them that the, that the wife and kids are dead yeah. and kill them. But he left them alive completely. Yeah. To oh live with, well, think about that. He's living with all that. The more and more he thinks about it, what have I got to lose? My wife and children are dead. Oh, if yeah. I die, I get to I get to be with them. Then we have the God discussion. You know. Going back to topic three. Was it topic I think three it was or four? Topic four. Yeah, go, refer please, to topic please four. rewind to topic four. Rewind topic four. See the see the footnote on on the discussion about uh, Jr. and the soul and energy. So uh, anyway, the sleepless decisions are pretty bad. So here's here, let's let's play. But did you make a really bad decision while you were? Yeah, to stay the fuck up. Oh, 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 I thought maybe you like decided like I'm going to sell this stock or, you know. No, 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 um, no, I'm, no, I'm, I, no. I bought no, like. No, I'm just walking around aimlessly. There's no decision. I'm just, I'm just I'm just moping around going, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. MyPillow.com. I bought 20 well, I, of them. I got, I got bought stock. I, well, now that's the other thing. You start looking at so stuff on the internet going, I wonder if I could buy something on Amazon at 4 o'clock oh, in the I morning. Bought, I bought a bass ukulele. Is, is Amazon Matter of fact, I bought seven of them. Is Amazon still 500 open? 500 strings. 
Yeah, just G-strings, though. <laughs> I break them. Well, there's there's care for G-strings, and we discussed that last episode. <laughs> Stormy Daniels knows care for G-strings. Waka, waka, waka. waka. So let's, right, what key is this in? This is in C minor. All right, I'm C minor. All right, here we go. I'm sleepless in Seattle. No, I'm sleepless in my decisions. I'll say. Thank you. 
All right, there it was. I love that chord. Well written. Thanks. Had some fun. fun. Yeah, man. That was probably a good decision to write that. Everything else was fucked. Well, you know, when you're up in the middle of the night, it's surreal. You know, it's just kind of like... Well, you just sit there and look at the clock, and then you, you, you get involved in whatever you're doing. Like, I, I watch a show, and then yeah. I look back at the clock and go, oh, my God, it's like, oh, Christ. The next day's murder. Yeah, I, w- I worked like a full I day. Can't I can't afford, like yeah. Well, here's, uh. the, here's the other funny thing. I'm sitting there playing bass. I'm, I'm alone for like the first four or five hours. I mean, there are people in the back room, but I'm playing bass, and I'm having a great time. It's like I, I brought my five-string sire, and I'm really playing. Oh, yeah. And, but I'm realizing that I'm playing as I'm closing my eyes. I mean, there's no the customers... I'm closing my eyes and I'm, I'm having that moment where I'm going, am I asleep? Am I, did I doze off? Wow. You were that out of it? I was, that, I was out of it. I wasn't, I wasn't hallucinating or anything. I mean, like that's that, how you look right now, but I could see, <laughs> I could see where you'd be like, oh, like, holy shit, did, then he really did, did, did fall asleep. Did, did, did I, but then I had some. Somebody... Make sure you give all those people my, my name and number. Number so. just in case. Yeah, so they, they, when they never want to hire you again. again. They'll, they'll call and. Yeah, call JR. Yeah, call but JR. Anyway, anyway the, the, the one of the ladies in back, she happens to do payroll. Was it a high paying gig? Or, <laughs> I'm just curious. No. no I was, I'm trying to. This wasn't say. a gig, this was working. This wasn't at the gig. Are you serious? No, I was at work. Oh, I don't want that fucking gig. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen to you. You're not even listening to my conversations. You're always sleep a wheel over there. You know, anyway. No, it's no. I'm just sitting at the counter playing my bass, and the you one of the, play bass at work. Fuck yeah, I do. What the and fuck? Nobody says get... shit about it. They love it. The, I'm trying to get to that, but you keep interrupting me. Oh Jesus! The, the, the lady There's in the a back. Good reason the, why? The, the, I can't reason, believe shut that. Shut up. The lady in the back comes out. And she goes. She goes. Vinny, I feel like I need to give you more because she pay. She she works on a payroll on Monday. Oh, she wants she goes, to give you more. No, no, no. She's a very nice person. Oh, okay. Um. She she comes. She goes. I feel like I need to give you more money. I go. Why? What did I do? And she yeah. goes, you've been playing bass all, bass all day, and I know you're having fun, but it was entertaining to listen to all that. I was like, oh, I'm thinking, boy, I need to, maybe I should tape this because I don't remember what the fuck I was playing. I'm, I'm serious. I, JR, one point in time I had my eyes closed, and I opened my eyes up, and I went, did I, did I just doze off? Did I just doze off, or was I awake? Because I remember playing. You know, I was, she must have enjoyed something. Well, I don't know what. Maybe the hell. You, you, you know, your soul took over. I got in the a body. Zen, a zen yeah, moment, and I, I had this. Uh, you it, know, it, it reached out to her soul. Maybe, possibly. Hey, never know. Yeah, you never it know. Spoke to her soul, but yeah, me falling asleep at work is not. I mean, you know, nobody's gonna. Yeah, well, don't, they might not notice. I have to paint my eyes so that I can. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm literally sitting like this. Here's the counter. I'm playing bass, man. I'm just doing the having a great time. Hooked up to an amp. I should do that at my work. There's nothing stopping me. You're a chief. Yeah, I could probably just hook up a bass. And... Yeah, I should do that. That's a good idea. I got. I'm having fun doing it. Well, on the upside, you're still alive, right? And I didn't make any bad decisions, like driving a car or something. Yes, which is good. 
I can't do anything. But the other thing is, is I can't eat because I'm not supposed to eat. You know, I'm supposed to fast between night and morning. I can't like get, you know, raid the refrigerator or anything like that because I yeah. have to test my blood sugar in the morning. Oh, yeah. And, and here I'll throw this last part out. So my blood sugar in the morning has been high and the rest of the day has been fine. So I'm going. Why is my blood sugar high? So there's a there's a couple different there's a couple different reasons that it's possible that it could be could could be. One, you could eat a little bit too heavy carbs before you go to bed, and that happens once in a while. So I so I, I have to watch what I'm doing. But there's the, there's another thing called the Somanji syndrome, and this this syndrome is is your body your your body naturally produces more uh, insulin in the morning, and there's one called the Don dawn d-a-w-n phenomenon which means your body in order for you to wake up your body needs glucose for energy so that you can you can do your normal morning right. functions and what your body does is your body determines between 3 a.m and 8 a.m that you need more glucose to wake up so it produces more glucose so I've got to figure out so the way to do the way to do this is to get up at three o'clock in the morning and test my blood it's like Wait a minute! Isn't that oh, okay? Okay, if I have to do that. Well, but, that's what you gotta do. That's what. Well, you gotta I, I got to find it. Well, it, you know, it's not like super high, like four hundreds or something. Normal, normal range. The highest normal range should be one twenty. My blood sugar today was one thirty five, so I was like, that's a little high. What the hell happened? Because my normally my blood sugar is down. So I'm trying to figure if I have one of these syndromes or whatever the hell they're called. So I I get to ask the, the Dr. Reynolds, the gabapentin man. When I talk to him in a, in a yes, few man. weeks, yes, will, am I, do I have the Somanji effect? I don't know. Jumanji effect? Jum what are you talking Gee, about? You, I've been doing Jumanji too. Uh, I don't like that, 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 that the guy, that big rock guy. He's not very nice. <laughs> but I like the, the, the short black guy. The, the little Jack Black. He's very nice. Very nice. <laughs> he looks like he needs to lose weight. He looks like he is obese. <laughs> he must check his sugars. Yeah. His sugar level is probably too high. <laughs> so, there you go. So on that note, I think our next episode will involve, we've, we've danced around it, we just avoid it, but there must be multiple episodes. This will be episode one, Jocko Pistorius. Oh. We've, oh. We've got to bring it next, next episode. Okay. So it will be a, a introductory. Oh, just the introductory version. Introductory version of hey, hey, folks, this is who this guy is. I um, thank you. I did uh, Airman Leadership School. I did a little icebreaker with them. We did the four lenses. Talked about personality things and so on and so forth. And I mentioned that I was a bass player. One of the students had the gall, the fucking balls, to say, Who's your favorite bass player? And without hesitation, I said, Jocko Pistorius. Right after Vinnie Marshall. <laughs> uh, no, I forgot that part. But good call. I should have said right after Vinnie Marshall. I said Jaco Pistorius. Of course, it's Jaco Pistorius. It was like it was almost like poof. Off Child, with, off with their heads. Get off my lawn. Damn government. You, you should know it's Jaco Pistorius. There's no greater bass player in the world. And if you doubted, he would have told you so. And it ain't bragging. 
if you can bag it up. And that motherfucker could bag it up. He was the baddest bass player that walked the face of this earth. He created modern bass playing. So, thank you, baby. Thank you, baby. We're going to start. And we're not going to do a deep dive. We'll do a little introductory episode. The Jocko premiere. On base, off point. A tribute to Jocko 1.0. Because there will be a 1.1 and 1.2. Probably within even that episode. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's how it goes. And throughout the next couple of years, we'll... we'll um, and that's a nice little, yeah, tribute right there. There you go. To Jocko. So we're going to talk about Jocko Pistorius next episode. But till then, folks, be safe. Have fun. Be um. Be nice to one another. It's hard. I At know. At least once. But, you know, being gro- growth mindset, be happy. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> Smile say, once in a while. going to say gross mindset. Growth mindset. Be, be, you know, be happy. Treat each other with respect. That's what we do. And on that note, say goodnight, Vinny. Goodnight, Vinny.
Thank you.